Parents, if your kids love listening to audio stories, but you don't want them using your phone all the time to listen to them, you need a story button. Story button is a screenless device that makes it easy to listen to kid podcasts, audiobooks, and more without having to use a tablet, phone, or keep track of any cards or toys. Fan favorites like Miles the Brave and Treasure Galaxy will give your kids an extra spark of exciting imagination, while the bedtime category will help your kids as they get ready to sleep. Go to storybutton.com to learn more and view all the content currently available in the library. Story Button. Imagination lives here. Hello again and welcome back to Kids Bible Stories. Parents, I wanted to let you know that you can search all of these episodes by going to my website, kbspodcast.com, clicking podcast, and below you'll see the magnifying glass. There you can search the episodes by topic, scripture, or keywords. I just wanted to make sure everyone knew that was available to them. Now, let's get to our story. Today's story is called, The Veil is Torn. This is Solomon Part 4 and comes from Matthew chapter 27, verses 50 through 56, 2 Chronicles chapter 3, verses 8 through 14, and Hebrews chapter 4, verses 14 and 16. Today's episode is made possible thanks to the generosity from Erica, from William, and from Andre, Jen, and their daughter Camilla. Each of you are helping to make this podcast possible, so thank you. In last week's episode, we heard Solomon built the what? Temple. Good, the temple. We are going to hear something really important that happened at the temple on the day Jesus was crucified. We just celebrated Jesus' death and resurrection, and we call that holiday what? Answer out loud. Easter. Yes. Since you've been following along with Solomon, Let's see if we notice something that connects Solomon's temple and Easter. We will focus on a specific part of Solomon's temple. Let's begin here. Solomon built the temple for the Lord. He made the most holy place 30 feet long and 30 feet wide, which made it as wide as the temple. He covered its walls with about 46,000 pounds of pure gold. The gold nails weighed over a pound. Solomon also covered the upper rooms with gold. Whoa! Listeners, does this room in the temple sound very, very expensive? Fancy? Yes. I agree. Now, in the most holy place, Solomon had a craftsman make two cherubim of wood and covered them with gold, too. Some of you may have heard about cherubim in Christmas songs or all the way back in the Garden of Eden. Cherubim are angelic winged beings, but... They don't look exactly like the angels you are probably picturing. Your parents can look it up further if you want. Let's continue. The wings of the cherubim together extended 20 cubits. Huh? Cubits? 
What's that? I'm glad you asked. It's a measurement. We measure things in inches or feet. For example, some of you may be about four feet tall. But if we used Solomon's measurement of cubits, we'd say you are about 2.4 cubits tall. So when you hear cubits, just think a measurement of length. Now get ready, because we just said some of you may be about 2.4 cubits tall. Listen to how many cubits long these cherubim's wings are. The wings of the cherubim together extended 20 cubits. That's long. They are the length of pretty much the whole room. Imagine seeing beautiful gold wings that large. The cherubim stood on their feet, facing inward toward the main room. Solomon made the veil, or curtain, of blue and purple and crimson fabrics. The material of the curtain was beautiful, fine linen with images of cherubim on it. Now, you may be thinking what we just read from our Bible didn't seem like a wow or aha moment. I mean, what does Solomon's temple have to do with Easter? Remember that last sentence we heard about? The thick, beautiful, purplish curtain hanging in the temple, also called a veil? Tuck that away in your brain and don't forget that, because you're about to hear why it's so important. We flip in our Bibles now to the book of Matthew, where Matthew wrote down what he had seen, experienced, and learned while he was with Jesus. Since we just celebrated Easter, you have plenty of episodes to listen to about why Jesus died and on the third day he rose. So we won't cover that. Instead, we will jump right in to Jesus already on the cross. We continue now here at the cross. And Jesus on the cross cried out again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. And behold, the veil of the temple was torn in two. From top to bottom, and the earth shook and the rocks were split. The tombs were also opened and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised. And coming out of the tombs after his resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many. When the centurion and those who were with him, keeping watch over Jesus, when they saw the earthquake and all that took place, they were filled with awe and said, Truly, this was the Son of God. There were also many women there, looking on from a distance, who had followed Jesus from Galilee, ministering to him. 
Among the women were Mary Magdalene, and Mary the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of the sons of Zebedee. Well, that is it for our story today. But before we go, let's think about what we just heard. We heard Solomon hung a purplish, scarlet veil or curtain adorned with cherubim in the temple. But when Jesus gave up his life on the cross, what happened to that veil? Answer out loud. Ripped. Broke. Yes, it was torn. Not just a little tear or a bit unraveled fabric. No, it was torn into two separate pieces. Why would Matthew tell us about this? Well, it's because the veil was so important. It was a symbol that stood for something much bigger. At that time, God's people would know exactly what Matthew meant when he said the veil was torn. This is what the veil did. It separated the priests from the presence of God. This special veil reminded God's people that there was a separation between him and people. God told his people long ago that only the high priest on specific days could give an offering and enter behind the veil into the Holy of Holies. But what did we say happened to the veil? Torn. Yes. So, it is destroyed. It can no longer be used. God is showing us that through his loving plan to send his only son, Jesus, to rescue us, we no longer have a veil, a barrier between us. In the book of Hebrews, it says this. We have a great high priest who has gone into heaven. He is Jesus, the Son of God. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace. Psst. It didn't say we should come to him shy or doubtful. No, we can come to him with confidence. Assurance. That we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. This week, let's celebrate this. You, you can talk to your Heavenly Father right where you are. No veil or curtain separates you and I from Him because of what Jesus did on the cross for us. You can ask him for forgiveness when you mess up, thank him for things, or just talk to him, and he, he will be there listening. Well, that is it for our story today. Thank you so much for listening, and as always, Bye for now.